0: Thank you for tuning to Jam Happy Hour, a podcast with a heavy pour of wine and music presented by Jam Sellers. Today, going back to December 29th of 2021, to our show with country singer Kylie Frye. In between her twangful tunes, we chatted with Kylie about her songwriting style and inspiration, her background in rodeo, and playing the stagecoach music festival during this episode we were kicking back with a glass of toast sparkling and you can find toast and all of our easy to love wines over at jamsellers.com buy where we also have a super handy wine finder just pop in your zip code and get a list of all the stores in your area that supply our wine we also have a deal for all you jam fans that are tuning in for today's episode. Stock up on all your favorite wines and have them shipped directly to your door at no additional cost when you order six bottles or more at our jam store. All you have to do is head over to jamsellers.com shop and enter the code jam happy hour at checkout and the shipping's on us. So without further ado, grab a glass, sit back and get ready to jam out and wind down. This is Jam Happy Hour, poured by Jam Sellers. Welcome to the Jam Happy Hour. It is Jana hanging out with you today. And we have a really uh, special artist hanging out with us this evening. Uh, Kylie Fry is coming all the way in from Nashville, Tennessee. Hey. Hello. Hi, Jana. How are you? I'm so good. Thank you so much for jumping on and kind of virtually hanging with us in the, uh, the Jam Pad, Napa, California. Yeah. I am actually coming in from Orlando, Florida. So basically, we've got it all covered here. I love it. <laughs> it's like music. Coast music and coast. wine. Universally yeah. loved. Coast to coast. Yeah. Um, are you a, a fan of wine?
1: Yes, I I am. Um, I'm not, <laughs> I don't really have a refined palate like, you know, a lot of people that I know that drink wine, but mm. um, I, I pretty much like it all. I'm a fan of, uh, you know, of cabs and, and darker, yeah. you know, bold um, wines, stuff. but I drink it all.
0: <laughs> Equal yes. opportunity exactly. enjoyer of exactly. the finer things. Well, yes. much like that, music comes in many different flavors and many different genres. And and where would you kind of like put yourself in that road of like where it, your music comes from?
1: Um, that's a really great question. <laughs> um, so I like I grew up rodeoing and I mm. I grew up um, you know, In all things Western. And so my music is very much reflective of of that. And and my flavor of country music is more on the Western side of things. Mm -hmm. Um, And it tends to be a little bit more, more raw um, and also a little bit more bold at the same time.
0: As, uh, as I, I dip my toes into the country pond here in the last couple of years, you're right. There are so many different kinds. I mean, you've got your new mm-hmm. country, you've got your old classic country, you've got Western country. And yep. I think it's really cool when like you can like break it down to that, you know, kind of specific uh, influence sure. that is what you grew up on. I, I'm assuming this was in your home, like your dad and your granddad and like the whole family. This is what they were into as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I didn't really come from a big music family. Um, I have no music in my family as far as, like you know, musicians are concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, it all kind of started with me and then my brother picked it up after me. But um, yeah, my, my dad was more like into the Eagles and yeah.
2: uh, Good you know,
1: stuff like that. And, and my mom was. Um, I don't know, she listened to a lot of different things, but mm-hmm. um, you know, there was always like 90s country going on. I I'm a nineties yeah. baby and so um grew up on the Dixie Chicks and Oh, so good. Uh, mm-hmm and Shania mm-hmm. Twain and, and all of that. And then um I don't know, as I got older I I sort of dug back more and um just really dug into like the men and women of country music of like mm-hmm. the late eighties and um, and into the seventies and, and all of that. So
0: it's fun when you can dive back into it and kind of be like, oh, I see how this music from the seventies influenced the eighties, and how the eighties influenced the nineties, and now here we are. Twenty twenty two is right around the corner. Yes, and here you are doing your thing, right? Which is kind of fun.
2: Yeah, it's <laughs> awesome. I know
0: drink that you wine put and um, hang out and sing songs. This is great. I mean, in in the middle of what is happening in the world, you also managed to put an EP out. <laughs> it's like,
1: I yes, I did. That's exciting. I did. It was funny because I so I went back home to Louisiana for uh, a couple of months, you know, during the pandemic, and um, and I had this song spur of the moment that I had sitting in a Dropbox that I recorded a year or two prior and mm-hmm. I knew I was going to put it out at some point. I just didn't know when and, mm-hmm. um, what, what better to do while I'm um, have nothing to do than put out a song. <laughs> right. Yes, totally. You know? So, um, so I was just like, you know what, I have it. It's right here. I don't have to do anything other than, you know, promote it, which was right. tough, you know, yeah. when we couldn't like shoot a, a video right then and there and, all of your normal things that you would do to promote mm-hmm. a song, right? Um, I, di- I couldn't. I didn't even have like a, a photo shoot or anything. I didn't have any pictures. So, <laughs> um, but my dad was a bronc writer, so we used one of his old photos as the cover art, and um, oh. and we put it out there, and it it kind of just took off in its own really cool way, and um, there were some really big stations in Texas that picked up the song, and um, it really gave me a reason to record more music and
2: mm-hmm.
1: and to keep doing this thing. So, yeah.
0: Which is also kind of special because with your dad being the cover art, what, the song is inspired by him, isn't it?
1: Um, it's not inspired by him, but mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm sure... His younger self, um, <laughs> you know, was was it's a, a really good way like, to put that. Yes, somewhat <laughs> like yes. the guy in the song. Um, yeah, but, I yeah. didn't mean it like that. <laughs> no, you're good. You're
0: fine. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. Uh, well, speaking of the song, uh, how about how you perform uh, "Spur of the Moment" for us? Sure, sounds good. Thank you.
3: The night he rides in Denver. Said we could not go together. Said he had a handful of saddle broncs. Why would I wanna tag along the road? Ain't no place to write my songs. He'll be back before I
2: even his
3: For my first cup of coffee, he was wound down the highway. had a spur. But i tell you what it does to me The spur of the moment Cuts Well I'll eat leftovers Well I won't take my eyes off of The night he rats and temper said we could not go together said he had a handful a saddle book that
0: is so good. I love those lyrics that you know it it,
3: Thank you. It's it's
0: like you really tell a story which is a lot of fun um like you can picture this whole thing happening and you're like when you yeah. when you write a song do you think of the lyrics in the story first does the music come to you like how does that process come together for you
1: yeah like for me it's different every single time oh, um you know yeah it's it's really strange and random <laughs> um which is sometimes frustrating but um <laughs> I mean, for the most part, um, a lot of times I'll think of an idea just popping my head, like Mm -hmm. that one, for example. Um, I always kind of look for, like, play on words, right? And so, spur of the moment, you know, coming from a rodeo background, like, that was kind of obvious. Like, it hit me, Mm -hmm. you know, one day just driving down the road. And um, then I ended up just applying that idea to a real-life situation that i had been in Mm -hmm. and so therefore it was kind of
0: like kismet
1: easy in that way because it wasn't just like pulling a story out of thin air it was just like oh i'm just gonna write what i what i know about this you know um and a lot of people can relate to the good ones (laughs) most of the good ones come from you know real experience oh for for sure but it's also fun to just like completely make up a story you know yeah
2: yeah.
0: Well, you had, like you said, you have a lot to pull from, and you mentioned, you know, obviously rodeo is a big influence on you. But it's not like you were just hanging around the rodeos; like you were doing the rodeos. You were all right. in it, like competing. Right. Like, what was that like? At, like, what age did you start?
1: Um, I, we, me and my sister, we started pretty young. Um, I want to say we were we were like, you know, five and six. Oh, young, young. Yeah. Um, my family just come from a a long line of of cowboys and um my dad did not want us to rodeo at all (laughs) because you know it's um it's a tough sport and i think he would have loved if we would have been into like baseball and
0: you know (laughs) stuff like that
1: yeah exactly um but
0: you know his. Girls wanted a rodeo, and what do you say to that? So, I mean, especially just... it, it, when it's such a part of everything that you're seeing and doing. I had a girlfriend of mine in high school, she was in barrel racing, and yeah. used to go and watch her like compete, and I'd be like, Damn, like that is hard. That's exciting, but Did you go did you go to some
1: barrel races or did you go um with like was there just barrels going on or was it a full-on
0: rodeo? It was mostly barrels. We went to one this was in North Carolina where I grew up. Okay, so cool. We, mostly barrel races, but we'd go to a couple of the big rodeos and just be like yeah. you know, my eyes would be wide open and my head on a swivel because it's like all this stuff that, you know, is so second nature to you, but it's like now sure. I'm watching Yellowstone now and I'm feeling like I'm back in the rodeo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> (laughs) I just caught up last night. Don't know spoilers. I just got into season four. But how interesting is that, that that thing's taking off? And I bet you it's influencing people into, like, rodeo and music. And really, yes,
1: it really is. I mean, I I think there's just, like, a whole new appreciation for it. Um, It's kind of funny. I feel like rodeo and the whole, like, Western lifestyle, just it kind of comes and goes in waves, yeah. like, um, you know, like Wranglers are cool again, and yeah, um, like stuff like that. It just kind of comes and goes, and I, I think I think that show has very much helped um, bring some of that. You know, the the Western way of life. You know, it's, it's brought some eyes back to it, which is which is really nice. You know, it's a hard way to live, and mm-hmm. um, and to grow up, and it's a hard business, and so. It, it's nice that it's getting some recognition again, and you know, of course, people like me that sing about it. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's always good too. So, doesn't
0: hurt when you put a Kevin Costner in it.
1: That's right. I know.
0: <laughs> so I good. Know. I'm gonna catch up later on tonight after this, but right now we're talking you about should. you, Kylie Fry. No, you're fine. <laughs> I, uh, I did some uh, little digging around on you, and I know that you put your toe in the reality TV pool there for a while. I did. What was that experience like? That was interesting. <laughs> and not so in a bachelorette on... kind of way, in a singing uh, and putting your talent out there kind of way.
1: Right, right, right. So I, the show that I was on, there's only been one season of it, which... Is what I was on. Um, but it was called Real Country. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, like I said before, I grew up on Shania Twain, right? Yeah. And um, so this was actually her show. And I was on her team. Ugh. I actually got to steal like a few, well, I didn't, That had to give them back. But like, there was one episode <laughs> where I wore a belt. And then like the next night, I, she was wearing the same belt. And like, and I was like, did you let me wear Shania's belt? And they're like, yeah. Oh, Um, my God.
0: That's exciting. I know.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it was really cool. And, um, you know, just to be picked by her in any capacity was awesome. Um, So it was a real full circle moment. Like I dressed up as her for career day in kindergarten. (laughs) And yeah. Did you tell her that?
0: I did. Yeah. (laughs) Little Kylie would have freaked out. I love that. And I bet you learned a lot too, though, just from like the, like some of the industry in general, but you know, with the other performers and obviously from her, like what were some of the nuggets that you kind of took away from that?
1: You know, my favorite part of that whole show, um, as far as the things that I learned, uh, we got to work with some really amazing vocal coaches. Mm. And so, um, that was really fun for me. And so I could of. I got a few new tricks in, in my bag as far as that was concerned. Yeah. Um, and we got some stage coaching, too, um, just on how to work a camera and how to, you know, move your body in, in ways that you wouldn't even think about that are more flattering than others. You know? Using the stage and so, versus just standing in mm-hmm, one place. And... Mm-hmm. Oh, that- yeah. It so it was it was really fascinating. I haven't I hadn't experienced any of, of that yet in my career, and so it, it taught me a lot. Um, it also taught me that I probably do not want to participate in reality <laughs> TV. <No. You're laughs> but like, um, it, you know, learned. it was a good te- it was good taste, and um, it honestly it was really fun because it was a competition, obviously, but. Mm-hmm. All of the contestants really already had their own careers going on. Oh, that's good. And so it was less of like, I hate to say like a karaoke thing, but it was (laughs) was less of like a singing show. And it was more of like, hey, we're all just here to like showcase our artistry Mm -hmm. and hopefully move our careers forward. And so we all just really bonded over it. And I'm, I made some really cool friendships from uh, that
0: show. I had wondered. Yeah, that's really cool. Like you still stay in touch with some of the other artists. Yeah, and I do. I really do. Now, if people want to stay in touch with you, let's say and maybe this is like the first yes. time they get to, you know, to experience you and your music. Like what is the best way to stay up to date on what you're up to?
1: Um, probably like Instagram. Um, it's fun. At Kylie, at Kylie French Fry. Um, Adorable, by the way. Thank you. Thank <laughs> French you. French fry. I was
0: like, wait a minute. Oh, I get it. I,
1: I don't, it was really um, a sarcastic <laughs> joke when I did that. Like, when I first got my Instagram, ago, I to yeah. get my name right, you, you know? And so I was like, I'm just, I'm going to put Kylie French fry because <laughs> obviously, but people still get my name wrong. Um, they say, what does French fry mean? And I'm like, French fry. And they're like, oh. Okay, it was comes a through. sarcastic joke and it just kind of caught on
0: I love it you've got a great uh, so, uh, like a just really great energy about you and I really have enjoyed like following you on Instagram these last couple of weeks so good thanks. on you um, I know we have uh, a few more songs to get to because it is about showcasing you and your music and I think uh, you have a couple of songs sure. coming up for us Do you want to tell us a little bit about them
1: I sure do. So this next one is a drinking song, <laughs> not for the, not for the wine people, but it is for my beer friends. Um, <laughs> and this one is called "Ain't Enough Beer." Nice. Well,
0: I knew I'd find you. You
3: and your friends holding court. Running me into the ground, you big man on your house. You told them all oh, I'm coming back, but you just don't know how wrong you are. There ain't enough beer in this But well, You think you got me paid that I can't do without you? I beg to differ boy We'll see who's driving this screw If I leave I lead in tears That's a wishful drinking on your paw Country songs, and that you. Th- All to do. And I got more Band There's more where that came Cause you can Drink every drop But you still won't Thank you,
1: thank you. I'm gonna play another song for y'all. This one's called One Night in Tulsa. So cheers to you and wherever you are. Happy, happy hour.
3: trouble with leaving if somebody stays in the problem with good
0: I could listen to that. That could, oh, I love the dichotomy of the two songs though. One's just like, oh, I love you so much. I will do anything just to spend one night with you. And the other one is like, no, right. Go <laughs> <laughs> We're done. Clearly two different inspirations there. Right. Yes,
1: <laughs>
0: absolutely. Are those uh real stories or some of your fun made up ones?
1: Um, you know what? Um, Tulsa was a real story. Um, ain't enough beer. I actually didn't write that song. I just heard it, and I loved it so
0: much, and I knew I had to sing it. And so yeah. I recorded it. Well, that ooh baby baby love, that Tulsa kind of love. That's yeah. that's some strong stuff to write a song about. That's for yep. sure. Mm-hmm. Have you been doing much traveling? I mean, are you getting out and being able to do shows? And you know, what have you been up to lately?
1: I you know I am. It's kind of been um, it's it's sort of picked up this year, and it's kind of slowing back down. Yeah. <laughs> um we, we were just in Vegas for a few weeks um out there
0: for NFR and um you keep saying NFR and I just want it for pe- people who may sure. not know NFR that is the yeah. uh the National National Finals Rodeo. So that's like the big show. That's like Super Bowl of rodeo. Yes. <laughs> and you're just like totally comfortable just you've been doing that. You actually I love the story of the national anthem that yeah I, you oh, you tell it I'm sure you're gonna tell it better than me but so, um, it's so good.
1: I, my dream since I was um, a little girl was to sing the national anthem at the NFR um, I pretty much like I got started singing the national anthem I don't I, I guess you could say that I have no idea but because well, it which, used when
0: even when you were young and you were you were competing, you would always find a way to sing the national anthem too. So you were like doing double duty as a, as a young girl.
1: Exactly.
0: Yes. That was like my
1: audience was at a rodeo Mm -hmm. singing the national anthem. You know, other than that, (laughs) I was in, um, you know, my bedroom or my bathroom, like playing my guitar, singing songs, um, just for me. But like the audience came into play with the national anthem, every Mm -hmm. day rodeo I would show up (laughs) to. Right. And so, um, my grandpa, he just he always told me, he said, "Keep singing the anthem at every rodeo you show up to, and one day, somebody's going to ask you to sing, the anthem for the NFR, and that's how you're going to get your start because that's how Reba did it." And
0: Reba, just, I know Reba,
1: I know it. And I thought he was the craziest person in the world, but also <laughs> I kind of believed him. And so I just kept on, and I I knew I knew I'd get to it one day. Um, yeah. I was a flag girl for the NFR. So if you watch the rodeo, there's these girls carrying sponsor flags on horseback. Mm-hmm. And so I did that for a couple of years. And there was one time where um, Brooks and Dunn was running late. And so we changed up our whole routine so that I could step in and sign the anthem in case they didn't make it. And I had on my cute outfit. I mean, all of it. <laughs> and I was ready to roll. And they showed and up. And they showed up. Dang it. They showed up. <laughs> I know. And so, got to be late.
0: Own it. Be late. Exactly. <laughs> exactly.
1: Aww. So, but it's, it took a couple years after that. And um, like 2020 rolled around. And cause I tried every year and when 2020 came around, I was like, I'm not going to bother anyone. Like everyone's uh, stressed out, you know,
2: <laughs> right. how do
1: we keep still living life, you know? And so I was not worried about it. I was like, um, it'll happen when it happens, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, sure enough, that was the year that I got the call and it was, they said, Hey, we're, it's not going to be in Vegas this year, but we are doing it in Arlington Eckloh Bly Field, big old mm-hmm. arena, and um, would would you come sing the anthem? I was like, heck yeah, I will be there. Um, and so so perfect. I went and I showed up, and there was a guy named Randy Hauser who was there mm. to do Johnny Cash's old Rugged Flag right before I sang the anthem. Aww. And um, after we both did our thing. I um I got to talking to him after, and he was so nice and so um, encouraging. And mm-hmm. I told him how much that moment had meant to me and to my family. <sighs> and uh, he heard "Horses in Heaven," uh, which is a song about my grandpa. He heard that song on the way mm-hmm. to the bar that night, and oh. he asked to sing on it, and he did.
0: So everything absolutely working out. It the way that it was supposed fell to. fell
1: into place, yes. And the crazy thing about that was um, I was supposed to be on a different night to sing the anthem, but I ended up on the night that I did, and um, my aunt informed me after the fact that um, Old Rugged Flag was my grandpa's favorite rodeo opener.
2: Aww. Yeah. <laughs> it just so, keeps
0: going. I know. I know it that's you know sometimes when you lose faith in things you got to think about things like that and you just yeah. go you know what there is a there's a reason for everything yeah absolutely that's so cool and what a, you know what a great you know partnership to also make you know just professionally and, and also sure. in rodeo i mean like you're, it's like the worlds collide yeah yeah but i totally interrupted you about um thank you for telling that story i love that story um no about getting out there and getting back on the road and doing shows and, and traveling, like, you know, as it comes back, I mean, do you have plans to tour or perform more like projecting into a, a world where we can do all of that and which, you know, we are now, um, sure. you ready yeah, to get out I
1: there? Think the venues, oh, absolutely. Um, I, we, we hit the pavement a good bit this past year and, mm-hmm. um, it, it'll be a little bit slower, um, going into next year. But, um, I mean, when opportunity comes, um, I'm there, so I'm, I'm ready for it. And we've got some shows on the books. Um, we're kind of all over the place. Um, mm-hmm. a lot of my shows were in Texas last year. Um, mm-hmm. but if you're liking what you hear in KylieFry.com, we're,
0: we'll kind of be everywhere. It's very random yeah just floating around and and uh you know just i think you'd be surprised like people that are you know going to love the music in connecticut versus you know portland sure. versus texas yeah. like there are country music fans absolutely everywhere and i think yeah. people are just going to be a fan fan of you you know per se because you, you you have this great energy and you tell great stories <clears throat> and obviously perform uh when it comes to you said you don't come from a uh, a family of musicians per se. So did you, obviously you were singing at a young age, but did you also mm-hmm. get into playing the guitar at a young age?
1: Um, I did. I started playing guitar. I think it was about 13. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, the, um, I, I love playing guitar so I could have something to sing to, um, right. which works out really great. But, um, yeah, I I like I said I don't come from a really musical family so it's mm-hmm. I've really had to work at this thing right here but um, <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm grateful that I stuck with it and um am yeah. able to just
0: hop on here and and do this myself yeah. you know now you play really well and I've always I've for some reason I've always thought women you know who can perform play their own guitar sure like there's just something so fierce about it like sure. I freaking love it. So uh, good on (laughs) you. Thank you. I think that's like the coolest thing. I'm like, because I have no musical ability whatsoever. (laughs) I'm a good talker, um, but I can't play an instrument to save my life. So I've always been like really like kind of in awe of somebody, not only who can do that, but something else at the same time too. So like you're up there doing double duty. Yeah. Which is super cool. And especially when it's like, if you grew up in a house with a ton of them, then it's like something you would pick up. But like you said, it's something that you have to work at. And it's 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 a labor of love. It sure is. Yep. You gotta love it. (laughs) Well, when it comes to uh, getting out and performing and if given the choice, like, would you want to have like a like a totally like glammed up night? Are you more just like, let's just, you know, come as you are comfortable straight for the rodeo, like cowboy bar kind of a night? You know
1: what? I I love both. Yeah. I like my personality is like very one extreme or the other. You know? <laughs> yeah. So and it's funny because like with my style it's hard for me to really like stick to mm-hmm. to one thing because um I I do love getting glammed up and it's you fun. know dressed to the nines kind of thing. But I also um am very like casual
0: chick so i tell you i had to put on like the full like the hair and the makeup and heels and a dress not too long ago and it felt Mm. so odd because Mm. it's like i hadn't been out of the house like that in a really really long time so yeah i'm with you like a glammed up night every now and then is is a good thing absolutely for sure. But, um, when you do get out and you do get to perform more and and travel and tour more, which I hope, you know, is in the near future and hopefully somewhere where we can all, uh, catch you. Um, I imagine that, you know, after all of these couple of years of us, you know, really not getting out and doing shows, I think there's kind of like this, like, there's a gratitude for being able to go to shows now. I think everybody always enjoyed live music, but there's more like a, do you feel the gratitude in the crowd of my God, we're out and you're performing and it just feels so good. I do. I definitely
1: think there's like more of a respect for live music maybe than Mm -hmm. there was before, but also like um, on the opposite end of that, I feel like my appreciation for it is even more than it was before. You know, there were times where maybe I felt like I I took it for granted and mm-hmm. um, I don't know. It's it's just really heightened my appreciation for being able to go out and because I'm not I'm not good with these things. I'm so grateful <laughs> for the for the live streams and yeah. for, you know, all the social media platforms that allowed us to stay active, you know, when connected. Exactly. Without it's great. Connected. It's awesome. And I'm so thankful for it. It's such a tool. Um, but also there's nothing like just being face to face, you know, and hearing naturally like what's coming out of someone's mouth, like straight, mm-hmm. you know, at you. It, it's just a whole different experience.
0: Yeah. And for well, me all... too, playing,
1: it's like, I definitely like feed off of the energy from the crowd.
0: Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think it goes towards that appreciation. As, you know, before, like, everybody's just so dang happy to be there. <laughs> and yeah. Just, and it's like you're not even upset at, like, the, the loud talker over here and, you know, the dancer over here. It's like, it's yeah. just all good. Yeah. Um Speaking of performing, uh, can we get a couple more songs? Out of sure.
1: Here? Sure, sure. I'm going to play um, my sassy song, I think, this year. <laughs> That a sassy song Right, me too um, <laughs> I think this year has sort of just kind of made me Step into my own shoes a little bit more And just kind of own um, The different aspects of my
0: personality So
1: this one is called Miss Thang
0: Okay <laughs> Miss Thang Good
3: morning Hold it up, come on and let's go This job ain't gonna get itself done And who knows what the day is gonna bring Whatever it is won't be a thing to miss Yeah, I was just a baby when my mama came to me Said if you're gonna get the bacon, gotta heat your own grease Ain't nobody cooking for you, all you got is your good name, miss And the ruffians drag in, Just like a man chain Lord, I hitch my wagon To a runway train I strum six string I pick and I sing Electric rodeo queen You can call me, you can call me Miss Thing. You can Seen me coming when I roll for your town. Gonna wish I wasn't and hoping I'd stick around. When you see a trail of dust and blame, you'll know who to blame. to stop. I'm going to go ahead and play
1: Horses in Heaven, which is the song that I wrote for my grandpa. You can find it anywhere you stream music. This is currently the fastest rising song to hit the top of the Texas charts by a female. You can find it anywhere you stream music. Um, This is Horses in Heaven featuring Mr. Randy Hauser.
3: I was five. he told me the way life was in my blood. And I learned the ropes, how to hold the reins. When I got thrown, had to hide the pain. he give me the eye, and i get back up. And these days, I don't know if he's rounding up a herd cat. Going for aid in an old Bronx saddle Or teachin' a young buck a hard-learned well-earned lesson I don't know if he's roaming around just to pass the time Somewhere up there on the other side Taking a fence line just as the sun is setting But y'all, I'm sure that he's riding home is in heaven. Stubborn, strong, thicker skin. I'm who I am because of him. Teaching this girl all that cowboy stuff. And you may say, may he rest in peace, but he ain't. In if you ask me if I know him, he's up there kicking up dust. I don't know if he's rounding up a herd of cattle, or going for raid in his own wrong saddle, or teaching a young buck a hard-learned well learned lesson. I don't know if he's roaming around just to pass the time Some side, taking a fence line just as the sun is set. But y'all, I'm sure that he's riding horses in heaven. Well, I think the angels must have wanted a help hand, And they not just any name I don't know if he's rounding up The herd of cattle going for aid In his own wrong saddle Or teaching him a hard learned Lesson I don't know if he's roaming around Just to pass the time Somewhere up there On the other side taking a fence line just as the sun is setting but you I'm sure that he's riding horses in grandpa taught me how to ride on a buckskin mare when I was five he told me
0: Way alive. There you go. Telling that story again. <laughs> again, it's like you can just like picture it. What a beautiful song for your grandpa, by the way. Thank you. That's, that's my favorite compliment. Thank you. And how much fun is it to actually be able to hear that song, that baby of yours, uh, on the radio? hmm Oh, it never gets old. It never gets old.
1: <laughs> it never, I don't think it ever will. Yeah. I don't think it ever, ever will. Yeah. Did you get that? There's uh, something about like your song. It's It sounds different. It feels different. Like when it comes on the radio.
0: You know, I, I work in radio. There There is something so like unique about it. Like when it's just mm-hmm. coming through the speakers at you and you're just like, yes. it takes on this like, bigger than life kind of a feel. And you -hmm. know, other people are hearing it. Like in that exact moment, you are sharing that moment with your song.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. I never thought about it that way.
0: Yeah, I mean, for the girl driving, you know, her truck down the road or, Um, you know, the lady who's sitting at work listening to the radio or, you know, there's a guy who's having a really bad day and you made him think about his grandpa. I mean, we all, yeah, majority of us love to think about our grandpas.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And the
0: memories that they made together. Yeah. And, yeah. and you're bringing that moment on, which I think is pretty cool. Thank you. You're welcome. So did he really, was he the one who taught you how to ride? Yeah. Do you miss yeah. being able to ride? Like, are you able to get out in Nashville and ride or?
1: No, no, it's, um, I don't, I am. It's funny because it was really weird going from like, rodeo all the time mm-hmm. to being in a bar all the time <laughs> <laughs> a different. you know um it was really different and so but I kind of just decided at one point I'm just gonna bust my butt at this mm-hmm. and um and it's it's gonna pay off one day and I'll be able to you know get some horses back and um and get back into it but I ride every now and then and um, help teach some goat
0: time lessons and Fun. stuff like that. Yeah, kind of like fill up your batteries a little bit. Exactly by doing that. Exactly because you yeah. you are, you are mm-hmm. putting in the work and and you're seeing the success you know come yeah. from you know being able to focus on the music and and whether it be writing songs or performing even you know like in this online arena um, you have had some pretty spectacular on stage moments too. Like I know you played stagecoach, which is just. Mm-hmm that's like a bucket list concert of mine. Like I have yet to experience that. What was that like?
1: Oh, it's awesome. And I, I play one of the smaller stages. It still counts. Yeah. It totally
2: counts.
0: (laughs)
1: Um, But it, that whole festival is massive. It's probably the biggest festival I've ever been to, Mm -hmm. um, like played and just a fan went to the festival. But, um, yeah. That whole thing is massive. And it was really cool because I got to see the main stage and I got to see people, you know, that I know of like perform there. And I'm like, that's really cool. I can't wait to do that. I'm going to do it, you know.
0: And now you are. Yeah. Yeah. Out there doing the things I know. Um yeah. With uh, us being in between like Christmas and New Year's, everybody kind of like slows it down and gets into the holidays. And, you know, mm-hmm. obviously we're all somewhat forced into a slower way of life right now. But what is it that you like to do if it's not music? Like, what do you like to do to just kind of like turn everything off and just kind of slow it down? I mean, obviously we all put music on in the house and things like that and the other. But I mean, what are some other things that you like to do?
1: You know, I really love I love to cook and I love to bake. Ooh. Um, yeah baking's tricky yeah i i've always been a baker Ah. that and then i've sort of um moving you know out of the house and um now i'm living on my own and have to cook for myself like i was sort of forced (laughs) into it you know yeah but i'm glad that i was because i really love it i come from a like a family of really great cooks Mm -hmm. you know in south louisiana we are my family owns a um uh, food business and so mm-hmm. I never really had to and, and baking was always my thing. I I love making crazy cakes and working with fondant and
0: doing
2: 3 oh, wow.
1: things like that. Yeah. That's not I just like, like really baking really muffins. That's it. like
0: baking.
1: No, like I got <laughs> hardcore into it. Oh, wow. Uh, it was kind of a problem, <laughs> but <laughs> um I I love baking and I and I've grown to love, um, cooking. And so those things just really like turn my brain off. I'm, I'm focused on mm-hmm. something. I, there's an end result, yeah. you know? So I, I really, um, appreciate that, especially in the music business yeah. because like the wheels turn really slow. Um, and things just take a while naturally in this business and, yeah. um, which they, they pay off, you know, tenfold, but, um, it's, i'll I'll write a song, and of course I'll finish it, but I never know if it's gonna end up being recorded or if it's just gonna sit in the pile of other songs that I've written, so um, it's nice to like accomplish something and then and... switch yes,
0: yes. What is your <laughs> like go to comfort food meal?
1: Ooh, so I love baked chicken. <laughs> But like, which you say, like comfort food. But like, it's there's a lot of butter involved.
0: <laughs> you um, are a southern girl. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot
1: of butter involved, and like, so like baked chicken and mashed potatoes
0: is like. Oh, that's good.
1: Uh huh. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I actually want that right, right now. Right
0: now, it sounds really good. Um, next time I'm yeah. in Nashville, I will I'll invite myself over to experience yeah, some of that. Yeah, come on, yeah. And uh, I have one of those neighbors who stress bakes.
1: Oh, that's awesome. She
0: dropped off so many Christmas cookies in the the last couple of weeks. I was like, I I hope you're that friend to someone. That's
1: amazing. (laughs) See, my sister used to stress clean. Oh, And so when she, because she like, you know, was across the hall from me. And so when she didn't have anything to clean of her own, she would come to to my closet and in my room. It was a great stress (laughs) habit. Um, I never got that, but... She did, so, yeah. Oh, uh, you guys compliment each other very heard of well. never a stress
0: baker, though. That's amazing. Yeah, Mindy, she's a stress baker. God bless her. Um, but hopefully not stressing out too much, uh, you know, sure. enjoying, um, you know, music and, like I said, being home and being whatnot. Did you, mm-hmm. were you able to enjoy the holidays with family?
1: Yeah, I went down to Louisiana and, and hung out with my family and got to see the nieces and nephews Aww. and and do all the Christmas
0: things. What did they think about, you know, what you're doing now?
1: Um, so it's, it's really cool. My parents hardly ever come to Nashville, Mm -hmm. um, because they meet me out on the road. They love it. Like I'm their reason to get away. And, um, and I, I really, I see them kind of all the time because they come meet me out on the road.
2: Great.
1: Yeah. It's really cool. Um, so yeah, my, my family's very supportive and I, I couldn't, do this whole thing if it if it wasn't for them. Truth of that. And if
0: they're watching, they're hello to, to the family. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I hope you guys have been enjoying the uh, jam happy hour here with Kylie Fry. I know we've got time for maybe one more song.
1: Sure. Yes. Awesome. Let me pick
0: up my pick. I really have just uh, grown to really enjoy your music, and it's just great to have on like just kind of in the house and. You know, it's when you can lose yourself into some good music, Like I I really appreciate that. So thank you.
1: Awesome. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate that. Oh, of course. I'll jump on interviews sometimes, and they're like, what's your name again? No, 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 no.
0: (laughs) I always try to dive in as much as I can. So it's nice when someone
1: does their research. That's really cool. Well, I know you've got new
0: music coming up, too, but we'll jump into that right after um, uh, what I thought was a grammatical error. But when I listened to the song, I realized it is not. um, The I do thing i do think yes i uh, yeah i love this song
1: okay it goes like this ready
3: wild like a mustang it's never been my thing to settle in one place too long. i got a habit of being attracted to Doing whatever I want. I'm a little more of a storm than I'm. Go ahead and call me Miss the sky. Oh, Seem senseless, never let my defenses down. And I wasn't planning on forever standing, My partial to running
0: with lyrics. I mean, how fun is that? I mean, thank you. <laughs> that's a talent. That is definitely thank a talent. And, and I know we only have a few more minutes left, but we did talk briefly that you've got new stuff coming out. Uh like early, like January next year.
1: I do. Yeah. I do. Yeah. So, I did a, a country version of Girls oh, Just Want to Have Fun by Cindy Lauper. I love that song so much. It was in like my very first set and I've played it since I started playing in like little dive bars, <laughs> right. Mexican restaurants in my hometown. Right. And so I decided it was always in my live show. And, um, so I decided to cut it and put a fiddle on a pop song why and why not? It worked. So, um, I have a friend, um, a fellow, texas music artist um her name is brie bagwell and she jumped on and we made it into um a girl power duet and so that's going to come out in uh, end of january and i'm just i'm pumped for that and we're working on new that music sounds so exciting out, i know here. that
0: everybody like you said a ton of the music's out there on all your streaming services you can always follow along at kylie french fry on instagram Again, love and Kylie Fry, uh dot com is a great place to keep up with like shows and music and when that song comes out, I will have a dance party in my kitchen with my daughter and we will be all about that girl power. It's been Perfect. this hour went by so fast, Kylie. Love it. It really and did.
1: It really did. Yeah, I am always down to hang out with host. you and listen to music
0: anytime. And um, come hang out with me in Nashville. Let's that, do it. I'll, I'll be up there in March. Hopefully you will be too. Sounds good. Yep. I'll be here. You guys, please follow Kylie and, and, and support uh, the music and the storytelling and uh, just keep writing these great songs. And I hope to run into you in Napa one day as well. Yes, absolutely. We got to make that happen. Uh-huh. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Y'all have a good night. Thanks for enjoying the Jam Happy Hour with Jam Sellers.